So the question is this, how are busy people like us, working full-time, raising kids, overcoming everything that life throws our way, how do we prioritize ourselves, accomplish our health and fitness goals, and build a body we're confident in? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Chris Merritt, and welcome to the Beyond Strength Show. I got to be honest, a a lot of people, when I said that I was thinking about doing this episode, told me that I shouldn't. They said, if you run a business, you really can't take a stance. You can't talk politics. Even beyond running a business, you shouldn't ask people who they're voting for, how they're voting. But I think with it being an election year, this is something that we really got to talk about. Totally kidding. There's not a chance that I'm going to talk about politics on a podcast like this. But I do want to talk about voting, how you're currently voting with your time. And I want to kick this episode off with a quote from one of my favorite authors, James Clear. He wrote the book Atomic Habits. If you've never read it or listened to the audiobook or anything, I highly recommend it. This is one of the few books that I will read many, many, many times, uh, at least once a year, because it's that good and there's so many actionable things that everyone could benefit from. And there's a specific quote that I want to talk about today. And what I'm going to do in a second here is read the beginning of the quote. And then we're going to talk through a few things. And then we're going to come back and I'm going to read the quote in its entirety so that we can see how to use this concept I'm going to talk about today to our advantage. So beginning of the quote. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. So, I think it's safe to say that if you're listening to a podcast like this, you likely have goals. And there's a very, very good chance, because we're all humans, so this is true for all of us, that there are times where we act in direct opposition to our goals. And my goal, (laughs) not my overarching goal, but my goal with today's podcast is to make a little bit more, uh, to make you a little bit more aware, all of us a little bit more aware. Um, If I'm I'm being honest, some of these things that I record, uh, most of the things that I record are things that I struggle with too. And it, uh... I tell you guys things that I've found helpful. So I'm not standing here from some pedestal saying that I don't do the things that we're about to talk about. Uh, Because I do the things that we're about to talk about, I think about them and I'm sharing it with you. So I hope you get as much from it as I have. So we're gonna go through these three things and my goal is just to make you mindful of them. So if you catch yourself going down the path of any one of these three things or extrapolating that information out into other things that would still be you voting in direct opposition of your goals with your time, that maybe you catch yourself and you redirect, all right? So the first thing I wanna talk about is how much screen time you're getting. Phone, computer, tablet, what have you. Now, 
in all likelihood, you're listening to this podcast on your phone. And in all likelihood, as you're doing that, you're maybe not sitting there staring at the podcast screen. You might be scrolling through Instagram or looking through Facebook or Pinterest or some other app that is really kind of a time suck, right? So some of you might be chuckling to yourselves like, oh crap, like you just called me out on exactly what I'm doing. And I know that because we all do it. I'm not saying that everyone listening right now is doing that. Some of you might be driving. Some of you might be out on a walk, but there is a very high likelihood that I just caught some of you scrolling. And my question to you would be whether you're doing that right now or you know yourself to do that is, is what makes you scroll? And the reality is it's just a habit. It's just a habit. It's something that we've done so many times that it's now just, we grab our phone, we unlock it. Our thumb just automatically goes to, you know, the social media tabs on our phone, boom, open. And we just start scrolling. So there's really two things that one thing I really, really want you to do. And then one idea that I'm going to present to you that I I've recently put in place. Um, actually I'll give you, I'll give you two things. One that I did that has helped me a lot over the last, I don't know, at least year. And then one that I recently did is I felt myself slipping backwards in this realm. So the one that I did a, at least a year ago was I shut off all notifications on my phone, like all of the, especially all the red dots. So I don't know about Android, but on the iPhone, if I have, uh, anything on my Facebook, a like, a comment, um, someone shared something, whatever, any action someone took on anything, anything that Facebook's like, Hey, you should know about this over the app. They put a red circle and a number, right? And it's super addictive. The moment you open your phone and you see these red dots, it's not just Facebook. It's like anything in your phone that there's a notification. There's these red dots. So number one, I shut those off. The next thing I did was I went in and I shut off all notifications that show up on my lock screen or even on the actual screen when I'm on my phone doing something else. There is absolutely zero need for me to be notified every time someone does something on Facebook or on Instagram um, in interacting with me. The only notifications that I keep on are my text messages and my phone calls or if there's been a change to my schedule. So we use some uh, scheduling software for the gym. So I get notifications if, if there's anything going on, like in terms of a, a, a potential prospective member expressed interest, uh, I have those set to give me notifications. So it would really be things that actually are high, pro, uh, high priority, high urgency. Everything else is shut off because it is very, very hard to resist that temptation of, oh, someone commented on something on Facebook. I have to go see what they said. And in shutting that off, uh, I have gotten a lot of my time back over the last year. Now, another thing, um, I said I was gonna, I was gonna have you do something, and then I was gonna give you two uh, things that you could um, put into action. I forgot to tell you what to do. I want you to open your phone. I know on the iPhone. Um, it's just called screen time. Now you should be able to go to the left, like where news is on your phone. I'm certain that the Android has this, but I want you to audit your screen time. So on the iPhone, on the iPhone, um, you slide your thumb to the right so that the news and everything comes up, scroll to the bottom, and there should be a screen time report. And it will give you 
your average daily screen time for the last week. So do that and just see what it is. Now, zero judgment here, but let's say that it's three hours. That's a day, <laughs> seven days in a week. It's 21 hours a week. Maybe it's more, four hours, 28, right? You don't even need to do the math. It just keeps going up. Five hours, six hours, seven hours, eight hours? Might sound insane, but trust me, I've seen more than eight hours at my worst, which I'm like, how is that even possible, right? Um, but I've been there. So zero judgment, where are you at? And that's when I was at my worst and I put these things in place where I, I killed the notifications and I only kept what was essential. Um, and that's been a big help. So audit your screen time. If you do nothing else in terms of this, just audit it and then think about that time and how else you could have used that time unless your goal has something to do with spending more time on your phone, which I doubt it does. How spending that time elsewhere could have actually helped you move closer to your goals instead of spending it on your phone, which I can pretty much guarantee is in direct opposition to your goals, all right? Now, the second thing that I was gonna say I did more recently that's been um, in response to me noticing some of my screen time going back up, especially with this the, the whole quarantine. I think all of us are spending more times on our more time on our phone because we're not going out and doing other things as much. So I saw it creeping back up. So I changed the background to my phone and I'm actually using my phone to record this. So uh, I'm gonna pull up what it says real quick. But it's a picture of me and my daughter. And the picture says, is what's in this phone more important than what's in front of you? Is what's in this phone more important than what's in front of you? So when I grab my phone and I'm maybe about to just, without even really consciously thinking about it, I hit unlock and my thumb goes and opens Facebook or Instagram or anything. The first thing I'm gonna see when I grab that phone is that lock screen and that question. And that is calculated and that's it, if, if I really pay attention to it, which I do need to stop and be mindful to do that. Um, and answer that question is what's in this phone is what I'm about to do. And at its core, what it's doing is saying, what's your purpose right now? What's the purpose of you grabbing this phone? Do you need to check your email for work? Do you need to check social media uh, for something important? Do you need to get on Instagram to maybe do a business post or something to, you know, something that would advance your professional success, success forward? And if not, like, is whatever you're about to do more important than whatever or whomever is in front of you, even if that is just looking around and taking in, like sitting in my office right now, look out and see trees and clouds and taking a moment of just silence instead of consume, 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 right? So maybe mess around with that too. Cause I can tell you, I, I haven't been doing this long, but I grab my phone. I've grabbed my phone multiple times since doing this. I see that and I go, nope. And I put my phone down. So uh, if, if that sounds like something that would help you, it's easy. Just take a photo uh, that you'd like to use. And then I put it into an app called Word Swag. And I put the type over um, the picture, that, that, that question over the picture. And then I framed it in a way that would fit nice on my lock screen on my phone. And there it is. So audit your screen time, 
shut off your notifications. Any notifications that you don't need to see, shut them off. And something that would be a pattern interrupt, which for me is the picture on my lock screen of me and my daughter and that question. So if you're finding yourself spending too much time on your phone, there's some stuff that may help. The second way that you may be voting directly in opposition of your goals would be ordering in or going out for food. Now this one, sure, it's a time thing because maybe you're doing that thinking that you're saving time. It may also be an emotional thing. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm craving this. Oh, I just, I've been wanting this so bad and you order something. And here's the thing. I have a love hate with restaurants that display calories on the menu. But my first thing would be to pause and say, all right, I'm gonna order in food. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm gonna go out for food. There's nothing wrong with that. But what am I making the choices in terms of you know, nutritional value, what I'm actually gonna consume? Is it filling an emotion? Is the food entertainment for me? Uh, or is this something that is actually like, hey, I need a meal. Uh, I, I don't, you know, whether it's I don't have the things to make a meal. Okay, well, there's some stuff that we could unpack there, but, but just really why? Why? Now, don't take that as me saying, don't go out, don't order in. Uh, I do, and I will continue to order, I'd say about once a week. And pre-COVID, I, I went out with my wife Every Wednesday we did date night. We went somewhere, grabbed dinner, got some drinks. Like, So don't think that I'm sitting here on, on, on my high horse being like, don't ever order in or go out. But let's go back to my love-hate. I have a love-hate with restaurants that display calories on the menu. And how is that pertinent to ordering in or, or going out for food is if you pay attention, uh, Miller's Ale House is one that does, it, does this. I love Miller's Ale House. And I have a love-hate with going there because they put their calories. And the thing is, you get something that you're like, all right, I'm gonna get this uh, chicken salad. And like, I don't remember what the exact calories are on, on anything, but it's not not to pick on Miller's, any restaurant. You go to get something that you think is, is healthy, like this, you know, chicken salad, whatever. And it's like 800 to sometimes 1500 calories for a salad? And it's because you just don't realize how much extra crap is loaded into it. And let's be honest, if you're ordering in or going out, chances are you aren't just getting the salad. You're getting, you know, the the pasta, the the pad thai, the the fried rice, the you know, whatever. Again, not vilifying any of those foods. But the problem is if you are trying to drop body weight, lose body fat, feel better look better and you're going out and doing those things is that hindering your progress and you might be thinking well you know what like I've always heard uh, uh, 80 20 like eat really good really clean whatever clean means really clean 80% of the time and then enjoy my 20% okay well let's look at it this way what if you're 80%. You were in a caloric deficit of, oh man, Let, let's say that you got into a caloric deficit where uh, you were down about a thousand calories on the week, right? So you should be on pace to be losing some weight. 
And then you're like, well, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna have a cheat meal, my 20%. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna live it up on Saturday, right? Like we're gonna go out, we're gonna do this, that, the other thing, we're gonna have all this food. Here's the thing, if your deficit was a thousand calories and you go to a restaurant and remember chances are we're probably not ordering that healthy salad that was, oh my gosh, 800, 900, 1200, 1500 calories. Maybe we get pizza, maybe we get whatever. Again, not to vilify any food, but did we potentially just undo the deficit that we created with our 80%? Likely, yes. I can't tell you how many people I have helped with their nutrition who are doing really well throughout the week. And they're like, I just don't understand why I'm not losing weight. And then we do our level two approach and we start tracking things and we're like, boom, like everything looks good. Like you were eating, you, you were you were plating good portions, you were having quality food all throughout the week and then, whoa, like you went here and you had this and they weren't aware until they were tracking it and then they actually plugged in like the calories for whatever they had and it's like there went our deficit and not just there went our deficit, sometimes it's we wound up being well beyond our deficit and into a surplus and not only are we not losing weight, we're gaining weight eating well. So it would just be to stop my recommendation would be to just stop, think about it. If we're ordering in, we're going out, my challenge to you would be to actually look up some of the restaurants that display the calories for their meals and just be more mindful of what it is that we're ordering. If you are, even if you're doing a mindful approach like our level one where it's, you know, ladies, one palm of protein, one fist of fruits and veggies, one thumb of fats, one cup handful of carbs, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So we're not necessarily counting calories, but that is gonna control our portions. And then we go and undo it because we are like, oh man, I wanna have pizza on Friday night. Nothing wrong with pizza. If we have a slice and a salad and, you know, make, and not that 1500 calorie salad, <laughs> but we make some healthier choices and still enjoy that food that whatever it is, it doesn't have to be pizza that we wouldn't have all the time, but being aware of how many calories we're actually consuming and making sure that we're not undoing our progress during the week, all right? So we've got screen time, we've got ordering in and going out, and then the third one is waiting for the right time. How much time have we wasted waiting for the right time? So it could be, hey, you know what? I mean, let's be honest, this summer's real weird with COVID, but it's August, we got family vacations, maybe not this year, <laughs> but we've got family vacations. You know, school's gonna be back in session soon, and then once school's back in session, um, I've got so many things I wanna get done around the house, and I'm finally gonna have time to do it, although I guess school's not gonna be back in session, but you get the point. It's always that, like, once all of that is done, then I'm gonna have time, and then I'm gonna do X, whatever, you know. Um, waiting for the right time. And the reality is we we have this idea in our head that whenever the right time is, all of this free time is going to magically materialize in front of us. And it's just going to be convenient to do the things that we know will move us forward towards our goals. But the sad reality, true, not lying to you, is that the right time will never be here. The right time will never be here. Um, you know, we also have an online business called Strength Faction where we consult with uh, other trainers, gym owners, folks all over the world. 
And when we were starting that, if we waited for the right time, it would have never started. Todd hit me up. We, we talked about the idea of bringing it back around. Uh, or actually, I'm sorry. We talked about the idea years prior and Todd hit me up out of the blue years later when we were trying to figure some stuff out. And he goes, hey, remember that idea we had like literally like two, two and a half years ago? I'm like, yeah, of course. He's like, uh, would you still be in on, on doing that with me? I'm like, yeah, I would be in. Like, I think we'd have to think through this, that, the other thing. He was like, yeah, yeah, um, we start in two weeks. I was like, what? He's like, I knew that we needed <laughs> like a, a deadline. We would need urgency. He's like, so I actually put out a feeler on Facebook and said, hey, we're looking to do X. Um, we're looking for X number of people who would be interested in trying it out. We start on this date. Comment below if you're interested. And he's like, and we already have our 10 people. I'm like, oh, okay we start in two weeks huh like we don't have anything well never a better time than then because that forced us to get everything done and today that business is amazing absolutely amazing and we probably would have never done it uh if we were waiting for the right time because the right time still wouldn't be here because everything else that we have going on is just as crazy as it's always been so for you you know, the examples I just talked about with summer and all right, school's me back in session. But here's the thing, knowing that it's never coming, what's my recommendation? Is my recommendation to make a post on Facebook and say you're looking for 10 people? No, probably not. Because maybe you're just trying to get in better shape. So my, my recommendation to you is actually gonna be a question that I want you to think about. What action could you take today that would naturally lead to the next action? Even if you don't take that action. So. Uh, maybe it's that you want to start running. Okay. And in order to run, you would have to change into your workout clothes. You would have to put on running shoes. It's pretty hot out. You would have to probably grab a water bottle. Um, maybe you want to run with music. Oh, okay. We're going to queue up. We're going to all the ways that we could, you know, waste time. Oh, I'm going to go on Spotify and look for this playlist. Next thing you know, you, you're like, get distracted because you meant to open Spotify, but you opened Instagram. Oh wait, we're back to the screen time thing. <laughs> right? So what action could you take right now? That is so simple. It makes you laugh. And I would tell you just stop there. So maybe it's that you want to start running. And so I would say, go in your closet and pick out a running outfit. That's all you need to do today. Could you do that? Yes? Awesome. So just go do that. Go do that right now. And if that's all you do, that's more than you did in sitting there thinking about it and just thinking, oh, I got to do all that stuff. I don't really have time right now. Or you make whatever excuse, right? You're waiting for the right time. Just pick out the outfit. Now here's what's likely going to happen. You're going to be like, well, I already did that. I'm moving. I'm moving. So I might as well do the next thing. Oh, next thing you know you put on your your running shoes and next thing you know you fill up your water bottle and next thing you know maybe you go out and you do a lap around the block maybe you don't maybe you just stopped at picking out your running clothes okay cool so easy that you laugh you're like well look at that chris i didn't even go for a run today that's cool so tomorrow i want you to uh put on those running clothes and your running shoes you don't have to go for a run but just wear them as you go out to like do your errands whatever right and then the next time that you're gonna go out, all right, grab your, your running outfit, put that on your running shoes, fill your water bottle, right? And just keep laying. The reality is you're not even gonna get that far because you're gonna get to a point where 
What was really stopping you was just beginning at all. And chances are, if you went and just picked out that running outfit, you would have put it on, you would have put on your shoes, you would have grabbed your water bottle, you would have said, screw the music. If I really wanna run, let's just go. And you'd find yourself going. What action could you take that is so simple, it's so small, you're absolutely certain you could knock it out of the park and you think it won't even matter that it makes you laugh. That's what you should do. And chances are, you'll do more. We have uh, one of our our business clients um, through Strength Faction, he needed to document some systems for his gym so he could hire more employees. And he was like, I just don't have time to sit down and write the systems manual. And I'm like, okay, well, here's all I want you to do. I said, do you think that you have like one to five minutes a day? He's like, well, yeah, I could find that, but I'm not gonna write the manual in one to five minutes. I'm like, that's fine. All I want you to do I was like, do you think today, like we're on the computer doing this call before we're done, that you could just open a Word document and leave it open on your computer? He's like, yeah, I could do that. I'm like, cool. Well, that's all I want you to do today. And then what I want you to do uh, tomorrow is I want you to come in and I want you to spend whatever you have. You have one minute. I want you to take one minute and I want you to just quickly jot down what are the sections that I think I need to cover in this manual. Okay, it's about coaching. All right, well, what would I need to cover? Um, an opening checklist, a coaching checklist, a closing checklist, how to coach the deadlift, how to coach squats, how to coach, right? And just start listing off these different things that he would want his coaches to know. Set it like you have a minute, knock out what you can in a minute. And then the next day, oh, I have five minutes, right? And in five minutes, you're gonna like create the headers under those, those, uh, those main like chapter or like, like headers that you did create subheaders under those. And by the end of the week, if you actually show up every day and invest that one to five minutes, let's say that you did that Monday through Friday and it averaged out to be three minutes a day. You spent 15 minutes on the coaching manual today. But before you were telling me there was no chance you could find 15 minutes because you were, you were looking for, it wasn't even that you were looking for 15 minutes, you were looking for an hour. But two weeks in, you have a half hour worth of work done three weeks in, you have 45 minutes. And the reality is there's going to come a point where you're just like, all right, I can get a little bit more done, a little bit more done. And next thing you know, the manual's done. But if you're waiting for the time where you're gonna be able to sit down and beginning to end, just crank out this beautiful product, it's never going to be here. So lots of ways you could apply it, but stop waiting for the right time. Just get moving. Once you get moving, the likelihood of you keeping moving is very, very high. All right. So how are you currently voting with your time? Screen time, ordering in, going out, waiting for the right time. And I wanna give you a bonus fourth. I said three, but a bonus fourth. Getting your information from unbelievable people. And sometimes you hear that's unbelievable and you think of it as a good thing, like that's amazing. But what I mean is maybe you go on Facebook and you say, I really want to lose weight. Like what diet should I do? And then all these people chime in and start commenting and they're like, you should do keto. You should do South Beach. You should do blah, blah, blah. Don't diet. You should go to Orange Theory. You should like, and people just throw out their advice. And the reality is you're getting advice from unbelievable people and you're wasting time reading through all of these responses. Uh, An amazing book called Principles by Ray Dalio And he talks about believable people. And these are people that he defines as someone who has created the outcome at least three times. And that's who he wants to go learn from. 
So I guess in this, that could be <laughs> misinterpreted. Like someone lost the weight three times. My question would be, why have they put it back on? But I think the big thing is like, go consult. If you really want to accomplish these things, go consult with a professional who's actually helped multiple people, hopefully more than three, actually do the things that you want to do. Consult with someone who is believable. Believable meaning that they have created the result over and over and over and over. And that is going to be one of the best votes with your time that you could possibly make because they're going to eliminate your quest for knowledge of you Googling this and um, let me get on Instagram and see what this person's talking about. Oh, I could get this diet you know, template from this company and oh, maybe it's this supplement that I'm looking for. Maybe it's not. Maybe they're just trying to sell their thing that's paying them to say those things on Instagram, right? So talk to people who are believable, work with a professional, and that's gonna be one of the best votes that you could possibly make with your time. All right, so let's come back around to my quote. And I think, here it is. So every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become, right? Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. So when you open your phone and you just start scrolling on Instagram and Facebook, but you're saying that you wanna work out and eat better and get in better shape, that is a vote that's in direct opposition. Same thing with mindlessly, consistently ordering in or going out things that if you were actually aware of what you were consuming, you probably wouldn't do because then you would be mindful of the fact that you're voting in direct opposition of your goals. And same thing with just thinking about getting going or seeking more information to get going instead of just getting going, waiting for the right time, right? So every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Here's the rest of the quote. No single instance will transform your beliefs. But as the votes build up, so does the evidence of your new identity. This is the one reason why meaningful change does not require radical change. Small habits can make a meaningful difference by providing evidence of a new identity. And if a change is meaningful, it is actually big. That's the paradox of making small improvements. So what I just talked about today were small things that you could do that might seem so small and inconsequential that they won't even matter, but the reality is once you do them, because it's a meaningful change, because for once you're being mindful about these things, it's actually a big thing. And when you do that, and it becomes something that you do routinely, it becomes habit, and those habits will change your life. Stop wasting so much time on your phone, stop mindlessly going out, ordering in food, and stop waiting for the right time. And remember the bonus, if you really want to save time, work with someone who is believable, hire a professional. I don't want to be salesy, but I would love to work with you. And if you're interested, hang on one second because we've got an offer for you. Take care. If you're not a current member of BSP Nova, I'd like to invite you to get started with a free week. Here's all you need to do. Simply claim your free week by filling out a form on our website. That link is in the show notes. We'll be in touch to answer any questions you may have and get you all set up. And then you experience the difference. Everything designed for you and your goals. No wasted time on things you don't need or aren't ready for. You'll get stronger. You'll boost energy. You will improve your cardio and burn body fat. Here's everything that free week includes. 
you'll get a certainty session to strategize your success plan. So there's no wasted time on things you don't need or aren't ready for, which means you'll never feel overwhelmed or silly with your training experience. You're gonna go through a personal orientation. This will teach you everything you need to know to train successfully from day one, which means you hit the ground running with your strength and fat loss training. You'll also get a custom fitness plan designed for you and your goals, not some random workouts that are made for 20-somethings who love to work out for workout's sake. And this will actually get you stronger, boost energy, improve cardio, and burn body fat. All of your sessions will be 100% trainer-led, so you'll never be left struggling to figure things out on your own, giving you the ability to accomplish your goals faster than you ever thought possible. Plus, as an added bonus, in the free week, you will have a free 15-minute nutrition consultation. You'll walk away with our pocket nutrition guide and some awesome cookbooks, so you can discover the principles to look, move, and feel amazing without spending countless hours in the kitchen and get off the diet roller coaster forever. So if that sounds awesome and you're like, yeah, I, I, I'd like that. That seems like something I could benefit from. Here's all you need to do. Simply click the link in the show notes or if for some reason, wherever you're listening to this, you don't see show notes, simply head to BSP, as in Beyond Strength Performance, BSP, Nova, N-O-V-A, BSP, N-O-V-A, dot com. Click the button that says click here to claim your free week. Fill out the form. We'll be in touch.